So where to begin the story of London's public space? Uh, why not uh, in Covent Garden, uh, Inigo Jones' great design from the 1630s? Here was one of the earliest consciously civic designs for the city, commissioned by the Earl of Bedford with the pattern of continental piazzas in mind, either the uh, Police Royale of Francis King Henry IV or perhaps even uh, Ferdinand uh, Medici's Leghorn. The studied uniformity, the elegance, the grace of the neoclassical design instantly designated the location as one of London's finest public spaces before all uh, the fruit and veg markets came along. Yet the broader trend in the Restoration and then Georgian period was in fact the other way. For most of the 18th century, the drivers of London's development, the Bedfords and the Groveners, the Fitzroys and the Cavendishes, were interested in private, not public space. The laying out of Georgian London meant for the most part a series of gorgeous public squares and elegant sidewalks like Bedford Park, earlier uh, we have Soho Square, but available only to key holders. From Burlington and Hanover Square in the early 1700s through to Bedford and Russell Square, London's public space was about private property. Steen Eiler Rasmussen, that great interwar chronicler, of London's architecture admired the diffidence of this approach. He thought the London Square refreshingly different from the continental squares of the European Baroque in which the architecture was united into a grand crescendo. He wrote a French or a German Baroque Square was intended to be a monument to absolutism and consequently must have a climax in some monument or other. It had to lead the eye to some public building, a castle, a church, or whatever the monument might be. The English square, on the contrary, was merely a place where people of the same class had their houses. And you can see in Rasmussen, uh, writing in the 1930s, clearly uh, connecting the history of the London Square uh, to uh, the absence of fascism uh, and the absence of totalitarianism uh, within Britain. But when he writes of people of the same class having their houses, they were all of one class. It was not until 1893 that an Act of Parliament finally demanded the gates of the great Georgian squares uh, be open to those who were not keyholders. 